Hello, and welcome back to Climbing the Castle, your definitive Disney ranking podcast. I'm Dominic. And I'm Charlie. And today we'll be discussing Brave. Princess Merida, the impetuous but courageous daughter of Scottish King Fergus and Queen Eleanor, is a skilled archer who wants to carve out her own path in life. Her defiance of an age-old tradition angers the Highland Lords and leads to chaos in the kingdom. Merida seeks help from the eccentric witch, who grants her an ill-fated wish. Now Merida must discover the true meaning of courage and undo a beastly curse before it's too late. This movie was as good as I remembered. Yeah, I gotta stop putting off these movies, because this is another movie that I've never seen before, and I'm like, this is a great movie, and I regret like, putting it off for so long. We did it with Ryan the Last Dragon. Is that? There was a couple of other movies, like, uh, it, well, not a joint, it's, uh, Pleasure Trent. Pleasure Trent. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak tonight. I'm already all over the place. Uh, there was a couple others that I've just never seen before, and this one is another one. I'm like, why did I wait so long to to watch this movie? Well, I mean, yeah. To be fair, it didn't interest me from from when it first came out. I was like, eh, it's not not really what I care about seeing. The trailers didn't really look that great to me, so I'm like, eh, I can skip it, and I just never got around to it. But I wish I would have gotten around to it earlier. Well, it turns out it's a really good movie. I would have been watching this many times throughout the years. (laughs) Does this mean we need to be watching Lightyear already? I thought about it, honestly. Well, (laughs) when when I finished this, I was like, maybe I should just skip ahead and watch some of those other movies I haven't seen, like Turning Red and Lightyear and all that, just so I can watch it multiple times again. But I'm like, eh, I'll just save it for the first reactions and stuff. We're not that far off at this point. Because apparently that's what's going to make the movies good. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, this is a really solid movie. It's a lot of fun. It's de- definitely different than all the pe- the Pixar movies that we've seen so far. But like, you can see a lot of the Disney influences in this one. This is one. definitely one of those. This is a Disney princess movie. So it is definitely different from all Pixar movies. But it, it works. And they, they also do put their, their own spin on it as well. But yeah, it is just a fun movie overall. Uh, speaking of fun... Let's get into our fun facts. All right, let's do it. I have a lot of them this time. I tried cutting them down, and like, there's just so many good ones. A lot of them are really short, though, so like, I should be able to breeze through, hopefully, pretty quickly. But I think they're interesting anyway. So, like this first one, very short, sweet to the point. The original title was "The Bear and the Bow." Okay, that would make sense. It does. I think "Brave" rolls off the tongue better. A little bit, yeah, and that one might give a little bit more away to the movie than they need to, <laughs> but yeah. it would have worked. Just call it, okay, so instead of Brother Bear, call it Mother Bear. <laughs> you know, that's pretty genius, actually. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, these next few are all visual fun facts and okay. stuff like that. Two additional software programs were specifically developed for this movie by Pixar in the span of three years. One of them allowed simulation of Merida's 1,500 strands of hair curls to move together with her movements. Okay, yeah. She did have some wild hair. Yeah. yeah. They they had to come up with a, a specific program just to, to work with that. <laughs> it, it turned out well, though. Pixar movie makers created the family tapestry using a technology that allowed them to create billions of individual threads. That I mean, 
Yeah, it did look really good. You can you can see all the stitching that was put into that tapestry, and it it really worked out. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think that they put that many actual threads into that scene. To that one tapestry. <laughs> yeah. It could have been a cardboard box as for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> the flashback scene of Eleanor and young Merida singing a lullaby was almost cut because of how difficult it was to, to animate Merida as a toddler. They basically scaled down the animation of teenage Merida and made her features more youthful. Okay, yeah. Which I did love that scene. That was a great scene, but it is interesting that they almost cut it because they just couldn't animate her as a child. And they're like, oh, we'll just well, make that her would make sense. Older. Like, if you can't get one thing done, then you might as well just scrap the whole thing. Another scene that was scrapped was Eleanor's transformation into a bear. It was supposed to be shown on screen, but the shot was scrapped because upon seeing Eleanor sprouting hair, the filmmakers felt the audience would think she was turning into the Fergus. To the Fergus. And to Fergus, oh, her, her husband. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty funny. I mean, I can I can understand where you would get that idea. <laughs> Last one I have here about the visuals was the animators had to personally learn the choreography for all the fight scenes. Huh. So they put a lot of work into to getting these fights down. <laughs> they probably paid someone to. Sh- like reenact all of them too, but they had to learn it themselves. So that's mm-hmm. what this says. So like, I guess they just couldn't figure out how to actually get it perfect, so they had to do it themselves just to to learn it. That's interesting. Just shows how committed Pixar is to mm-hmm. making their movies perfect. While the surname Macintosh is common in Scotland and the well-named known variety of an Apple, here it appears to be a reference to the Apple computer. Steve Jobs, co-founder of Apple, played a big role in Pixar. This movie was dedicated to him in the end credits. Dedicated, it says, dedicated to the memory of Steve Jobs, our partner, mentor, and friend. Merit is repeatedly being interrupted while trying to eat an apple, which her mother considers unladylike. May also be considered a reference to the Apple logo, an apple with a single bite taken out. I mean, I did notice Macintosh. Yeah, it was one of the, the clan's family names. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like Steve Jobs, who died before this movie. Yeah, that's that was a nice little tribute that they put in there for him. Mm-hmm. But the the bite, taking one bite out of an apple thing, I didn't really catch on to that one. Yeah, she. But it makes sense. She took like that was right when she was walking into the coronation, like the the chamber in the beginning of the movie. She takes a bite and then she just runs into the chamber. This next set is a bunch of firsts that this movie created. Uh, okay. This movie did do a lot. This was the first Pixar movie set entirely in the historic past. Yeah, we haven't seen that so far. The first first Pixar animation studio to feature a female protagonist. We haven't yeah. seen that at all yet. Princess Moretta is also the only Pixar character to be included in the list of official Disney princesses. That is true. She's also the first Disney princess to not be based on any pre-existing literary character or, or, or historical figure. Which, yeah, that checks out. There has I don't think they came up with any original princesses up until Raya. Until Merida. Well, yeah, in in Disney world, uh, I mean, in this in general. But I'm talking like after Merida, I don't think there was anyone else either. 
in between because everyone was was either based off of a fairy tale or a like a or a folk tale or, or yeah some kind of lore Merida is the first Disney princess to have brothers we haven't yeah, I don't hmm. think uh first Disney character to have brothers first Disney princess to have princess yeah. okay that's different I was like no no not not character in general just princess Again, okay. we've seen stepsisters and sisters and stuff, but we haven't seen... We haven't seen brothers, nope. Merit is also the first Disney princess to not have a love interest. It wasn't until Frozen, or that in Disney, which was after this, mm-hmm. which was the case. Well, no, that is... Well, yeah, Elsa. Technically. Yeah. But yeah, so a lot of firsts for this movie. Pretty interesting. Max says fun facts I have are all trademarks that we've seen easter eggs okay pizza planet truck fixture of every single pixar movie can be spotted in the witch's hut even though they're in our cars that were around this time of the movie <laughs> it's in the background very small you can't really see it but it is there okay a113 can also be seen in the witch's hut carved in roman numerals on the wall mm-hmm one more hidden Easter egg in the witch's hut. There's a, they drew a lot of things in the, in the witch's hut. Uh, Sully from Monsters, Inc. can be seen carved into a piece of wood, teasing the, the Monsters, Inc. was the next movie. Teasing Monsters University. Monsters University, yes. And one final Easter egg was a hidden Mickey. We haven't seen one of these in a while. Uh, the belt that Queen Eleanor wears in the first half of the movie forms a hidden Mickey when viewed from the front. Okay. You can see the distinct Mickey head in the two years as connecting circles around her waist. Last bit of fun facts I have are our favorite casting notes. All right, I'm ready for this. Not a lot here, unfortunately. Couldn't find much. This first one, there's two different conflicting reports, which is very interesting to me. They're both involving the same actress to play Merida, Merida, but two different reports. One of these takes says Reese Witherspoon was originally announced as the voice of Merida, but scheduling conflicts prevented her from taking the role. The other report says that Reese Witherspoon was supposed to voice Merida, but she stated her her Scottish accent was so bad that she had to quit. Mm-hmm. So, Reese Witherspoon was originally supposed to be Merida, but she either left because of scheduling conflicts or because her Scottish accent was too bad, and she quit. I'm really curious about which one it is now. There's no, I couldn't find any follow-up to that as to which the truth was or where, like, what it actually was. But personally, I believe I'm more believable of the scheduling conflict one, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Who knows? Maybe she just is not good at Scottish accents. <laughs> and also for the role of King Fergus, up for that role was Sean Connery, Richard Wilson, and David Tennant. I like those. I think. All those would be very interesting, although I did personally love Fergus in this movie. The way he, so, like, was. The way yeah. he was was perfect, honestly. Uh, that is all the fun facts that I do have. So like okay, I said... Those are pretty good. A bunch of them, but I was able to compact a lot of them, so didn't feel like it took an eternity, at least to me. <laughs> are we ready to move on to our scores? Let's do it. All right, let's jump into our story scores. What do you have for your story score? For my story score, I have a 94. I have a 91 for my story score. So. Okay, so not bad. A three-point difference, yeah, per right. usual. 
I mean, it's usually four, but I mean, I don't. I feel like we we're either like right yeah, on top three or we, four. It's somewhere, or we're the same now. We've got we've become very similar in our points lately. Although we did have like ten point differences pretty recently on something. I think on the last episode we had a ten point difference. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. But, but yeah, this was a fun movie. It was like I said before, it was the first Pixar movie that really had a Disney feel to it. And it wasn't just like because of the princess back princess aspect of it as well. There was a and lot it's of, not because this is a lot like Brother Bear. No. <laughs> there was a lot of just different storytelling aspects that they like use in Disney movies that we've seen here that we haven't really seen in Pixar before. Like that it like felt the, like one of those early two thousand movies almost that and it was a mix of some of others like you had those musical montage moments where it was like when Merida first went off her own and she was hunting ahead with the song playing in the background or whatever when she Mm. was practicing with the arrows and then again they did it later on when her mother and her were bonding in the water and then near the end of the movie yeah and then you had like they, another storytelling aspect that we've seen in Disney before was when they did the, the flashback to the legend of the the story of the old prince and stuff like that. And, and then we had a little bit of narration during it also. Yeah. Which and, you see a lot in Disney animation studio movies. Yes. And it, I mean, there's also a lot of story comparisons too. Like you, you mentioned already Brother Bear. There was a very, a lot of similar aspects between this and Brother Bear. Not necessarily just because the mom turns into the bear. No, not just that. I mean, that it was a major point, but also like the, the, like the learning. Again, this should have been called Mother Bear instead of Brother Bear. <laughs> but there was also some other like story aspects that you could see from. Snow White, not Snow White. Why did I say Snow White? Uh, I try. I had the movie early. Uh, Cinderella, I guess. When with the prince and trying to find the suitors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then going to movies that were like even after this movie came out, like Frozen Two. There's some aspects of Frozen, Frozen 2, Two that you can see in here. There, there are a few aspects and, even from like Treasure Planet. Yeah, there's just all these like different storytelling techniques that we've seen throughout the years in, in Disney that we haven't really seen in Pixar that kind of showed up and this was a very prominent it seemed take on that but it worked in this case I mean I wouldn't say that it was bad or like Pixar selling out to like which that was apparently a lot of people complain about that Pixar sold like this was a sellout from Pixar for what I take it is Pixar was more so getting help from basically their parent company, their, the company who owned them. I, I can definitely agree with that as well. But They were just getting some help from Disney, and it worked well. I mean, the story was very well put together. It, was. it didn't feel all over the place. It didn't feel like it was dragging on, really. No, it, it flowed very well, and it, it just kind of captured you the exact way that it needed to capture you. And like every way from the, the character aspect of it, it's just the, the whole story of it itself and going into some of the, the story points of this, we can just discuss some of that as well. Like we normally do, but, but I think it's safe to say, I mean, it's not safe to say, but I would kind of say that Merida's mother is one of the villains here. <laughs> kind She's of. just a strict parent. 
She's very strict. I mean, I wouldn't call her a villain per se. Not necessarily a villain. No, I use that term very, very lightly here. But then again, we called Owl a villain, but I think that's <laughs> justified. That that was a bit more justified than this. And I'm not. I don't mean it in the sense of an actual villain here, but she was really on Marita's like butt about everything that she was doing here. Like, yeah, again, just strict parent. Because, you know, Merida's the next in line for the throne. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really. She's because it is still like the king is still in charge, even though. No, we... she. they mentioned how she's next in line in the is, movie. Is she? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't I don't remember hearing that point at all, but it's after the time skip. OK, well, I mean, even so. Eleanor seems to be running the kingdom for the most part, and just doing. Fergus just does whatever Eleanor says for the most part. And like, yeah, that's just typical marriage. The woman always runs everything. <laughs> well, I mean, that's also just Fergus is just not that kind of person as well here. Yeah, he's more like, laid back. He's but... a lot more laid back, and he's like you can see even just the way the other villagers and like the other kingdoms interact and interact with. Eleanor, like during that fight scene, she just steps down, and they all like immediately. They all stop. start backing away, backing away. The four, um, they're not all kings. It's just one king, really. Well, yes, it's like factions, I guess, would be considered. Yeah, more... <laughs> the the four leaders. Yes, we're all brawling, <laughs> and then once she stepped up to them, they all like froze where they were. And she was able to pull them out <laughs> of that fight by the year, which I found just hilarious. It was hilarious. I, was, and even, I like, died laughing at that. Fergus got himself carried away in that as well. And <laughs> you can see she's always there to, to keep things held together. And like she's kind of the glue that keeps everything together. But... Which is like a typical marriage. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, Merida's not up for this whole wedding thing. No, I kind of don't blame her, though. Like, this was just shoved on her immediately and it's just yeah constantly forced upon her and it's like like they didn't even tell her until they got the answers from the other kingdoms or yeah it was clans i guess thrown in there oh they all they all responded now it's time for you to get married like Like, what no (laughs) and based off their Based off the choices, I don't blame her also. <laughs> yeah, not not very strong choices for her to, to pick from. Oh, one had a little bit of a bratty temper to him. He was definitely spoiled. Talking yeah. about the Macintosh kid. <laughs> um, the only problem about um the MacGuffin kit guy was uh you couldn't understand a word he was saying. No. Uh, like, thought, he had a see- thick accent, and even everyone else had no idea what he was saying. It seemed like the only person that understood him was his father. And... Yeah. <laughs> but although Merida did seem to, to find it pretty funny, she was like, it did seem like it got her laughing quite a bit every time. Oh, yeah. Then who? The Dingwalls. The Dingwall. <laughs> the Dingwall kid. Oh, my gosh. Who's couldn't even, got very lucky with a shot in the He was the dopey character of this movie <laughs> you know the, i could well i don't know he was trying to woo her at the end i was gonna say i could see her probably oh, yeah, he was going... kissing up on her trying to 
I was going to say I could probably see her going with him, but then at the end, she did not look very happy with the way she was kissing on her hands and stuff like that. Yeah. So probably wound up with MacGuffin. <laughs> or just no one at all. None of them. <laughs> or maybe in the future, there'll be a second movie and she finds love. <laughs> they have the competition to try and win her hand in marriage. And, and she was like, nope, I'm going to be playing for my own hand. She was really quick in coming up with that scheme. Like, as soon as her mother said the word firstborn, she just, like, the thought just popped into her head. Like, she knew what to do immediately. Yeah, but she chose archery as the competition. And, like, the first guy, a terrible score. He didn't miss the board. He didn't give him that much. I would say he's still a better shot than the last guy who actually won because that was just pure luck. Because that was an accident. <laughs> he he got yelled at, and so he accidentally let go, and it happens into that. to land. He got scared into that shot. Uh, the Macintosh kit, yeah, I almost got, was almost a bullseye. Almost. He didn't hit it, but he was pretty <laughs> close. It wasn't a bad shot. I would say he probably had the best shot of them all. <laughs> he probably would have won. His only problem was... <laughs> the way he reacted when he missed he threw a tantrum yeah that wasn't very cool that was a big red flag there <laughs> oh but Merida thought it was funny <laughs> I, I did love Merida and her father just roasting every single one of the competitors the entire time during the the competition although her mother wasn't very happy about that <laughs> that was definitely a one of those father-daughter dynamics <laughs> yeah but then she says she's gonna shoot for her own hand and she's just walking through and hitting every bullseye to the point where she gets the last one. She shoots through the arrow and gets her arrow through the whole target she put a to lot where of, it hits the post behind it. There was a lot of force put into that arrow to send it straight through the entire target. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that pisses her mother off to no end. And like her mother was making a huge deal out of it, like saying that she embarrassed everyone and she caused a whole big scene. But it looked to me like everyone there was impressed with that shot, mm-hmm. and they, they weren't really upset about it. I think her mother was the one that was really upset about it. Well, I mean, we find out that the kings are a little upset about it, because they really wanted their sons to marry into the royal family. Well, maybe they should have made them better archers. Than they, were. <laughs> they were apparently these amazing warriors. <laughs> Uh, so so we were told from the stories. I don't know. Those stories didn't sound well. The MacGuffin, Macintosh kid seemed like he's really good with a like, sword. Yeah, well, yeah, MacGuffin not really. Macintosh did seem like all that stuff was true. MacGuffin seemed pretty shy, but he was. I mean, he did crush that log yeah. with just or break it in half with just his hands. So, it was so we can see he has some strength to him. Uh, that big strong dude that everyone thought was the Dingwall <laughs> kid probably did all the stuff to. They were saying that the kid actually did. I don't know. That bite looked pretty mean. <laughs> he bit the uh, Macintosh uh, leader. <laughs> he did. But Merida's mom comes in all angry at her for doing all that, which she like really lays it into her there. And that causes Merida to storm off and leave, which led her to the, the witch's hut. Well, which, if I saw the witch's hut, even if I was led there by wisps that were supposed to lead me to my destiny, I'd be like, nope, I'd turn around and go back. I mean, it was a store. So, like, it was, there was technically no open to, to the... It was technically open to the public, as far as we know, but there was no signs advertising it. There was no, like... She's 
it honestly that witch is a terrible business owner if she's she's not doing any that like, was just terrible location <laughs> it was but, in the middle of the forest the, the only way to get there is... still goes down to look at it there's no signs or anything on it no no and i would have turned around gone back <laughs> home like nope nope i'm done i'm listening to my mother i'm getting married though she is a great woodcover i'll give her that like oh, i would yeah. have bought a bunch of that stuff that she had in that shop i mean she may have been using magic a little bit uh maybe because <laughs> there was possible. one where it was just a log she hits it once and it instantly <laughs> carves a bear some of the carvings were really cool well, but, all the carvings were really bears. Yeah. I mean, most of them were bears. There was a Sully in there, apparently, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that was just etched into a wall or something. <laughs> but then Merida buys just all of them with her necklace, which that necklace is worth quite a bit, apparently. Because that had to have been a lot of money worth of merchandise. I think we should have got some, like, something special about that necklace, like... I mean... It had the three bears on it. One can assume that the, that's kind of like the family crest of the the like the royal family. So mm-hmm. like you probably would assume that it's from like it's very important it's or something. But, but to base it all on a necklace, the fact they could have given a little more info on the necklace. But I would say she probably knew that it was the 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 royal necklace or some came from the royal family or something. Still, but it was worth. How many? How many other statues and a spell? Um, um <laughs> just everything in there. The entire store, <laughs> plus a plus one spell. <laughs> well, she's used this spell before and knew that it was a bad idea. I mean, Merida should have been a lot more specific about about that spell. That was kind of on her. Yeah, like she she should have known what she was getting into there. It's a witch. I mean. I don't think we've seen any good witches so far in the past. I was trying to think of one the other day, and I was like, oh, no, not really. Because the only thing I could think of was a fairy godmother, which is totally different. Yeah, that's not the same. So, like, everyone, every kind of witch that we've ran into so far has never been actually helpful. Nope. Well, no, those are also fairies from Sleeping Beauty. (laughs) Yes, they were all fairies as well. It's like, I'm trying to think of a good witch, but no, none's coming to mind yet. Merida should have known she was getting herself tricked into that one and should have been a lot more specific instead of change my mother and it'll change my fate. <laughs> but, I mean, she got some kind of, like, pastry. I couldn't tell if that was a cake, a cookie. It was a cake. What it, it she was said a cake. a cake because okay. I thought she said it was a key at first, and I'm like, that's not a key. That's and then... not a key. How do I open a door with that? <laughs> knock, and then... knock, I have food. <laughs> <laughs> then when I was watching it the second time and take on my notes, I I like recognized the word cake. I'm like, oh, she said cake, not key. And I'm like, that makes a lot more sense. But she gets it... a cake and has her mother eat it, which apparently did not settle well. No. But she leaves the cake out also. Yeah, she should have definitely done something with that cake afterwards. Because, like, especially she knew what it, well, I mean, she didn't know what it was going to do, but, like, she, she has... knew it had some kind of spell on it. Yeah, she had three brothers that are trying to eat everything in the entire house there. They, she should have known they were going to get to it eventually. Yeah. Which they did. <laughs> but, like, Merida feeds the cake to her mother, and then, like, her mom is just over there dying, and she just keeps bothering her about the marriage if she changed her mind. 
she just did not let it let it be about that marriage, even though she's over there passing out and fainting and falling over and Oh, but did you change your mind about the marriage? Maybe maybe you'd think differently. Like Like, oh I'm too sick, I'm dying. Oh, but but the marriage <laughs> Like she could have calmed down on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and it turns out that cake turns her into a bear. Which is an interesting curse. Is it I mean I mean, that's a curse. She wanted her mother to change. <laughs> she did change, kind of. <laughs> I will say her personality did change pretty quick once she turned into a bear. Yeah, I mean, there was not much she can do. She was kind of stuck, trapped at the will of Merida at that there at that point. Mm-hmm. Though. So, like, once you're forced into that situation, it's gonna kind of have to deal with it and roll with it although i mean i don't see why Merida didn't just go explain the situation to her father immediately yeah like i know he doesn't believe in magic and he's not gonna believe the story but like it was worth it to try especially being like they could have just like shown them her mother could have shown that she wasn't being aggressive and she was being nice with them and like not acting like a bear she could have shown that she has actual uh I'm trying to think of the word but she could have done something yeah like Mary yeah. could have done something and she has a beard just start scolding her <laughs> you're like hey, yep you're my wife which i mean the kids listened to it. the brothers started listening to her right away they didn't seem to flinch at all when because when they when she went into that room with them in the first time they were moving all the statues and knocking all the clocks over or something mm-hmm. and she's in there yelling at him already to put it back what those kids just weren't scared of the bear and to start listening to it immediately without even getting the explanation of it i don't know <laughs> because like merida came in afterwards and told him that she was it was their mother. i mean they're toddlers <laughs> so they were pretty smart for toddlers they were smart, but also just like insane. Like they just, yeah, carried on when all of, all was played. And also, like it seemed like they weren't being watched at all most of the time. Well, I mean, as Merida said, they could have gotten away with murder. But I, I think they could have gotten away with it because no one really seemed to be paying any attention to what they yeah, were no doing. No one's noticing them. Like, they're off doing like chopping during that fight. They're going through the floors and like. Yeah, they're they're having their own fight. They're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. They're just constantly running around. They didn't even notice they were about to get away on the boats at the end of the movie. <laughs> like they almost got away at the last second. Until they started waving and the father goes, <laughs> Oh god. And starts rowing a boat. So like it just seems like they're just not paying any attention to these kids for the most part. Oh, uh, but they escape and go to the witch's tavern to try to get it undone and there's nothing there anymore except for that cauldron and some potions <laughs> which i i thought that was a really cool scene it was a fun scene she was just like left a message for meredith she left like, a voicemail <laughs> that was pretty great and um what's that and she's like trying to put it in it starts putting all the others in and that causes it to act up and then I like just at the end, it's, have a good day. <laughs> that poor witch just lost her entire house now because Merida just threw all potions together. Well, 
this was all going on, how did no one notice Merida and her mother were missing like for an entire night? Because they Cause... were having too much fun partying. <laughs> I guess they were just partying so hard that they didn't even realize that they were gone the entire night. And for the morning. Because they just came back unnoticed. Like it was nothing. Like they weren't even missing. They at came all. back the next night. Yeah. Then, well, was it night? I thought yeah. it was the morning. Nope. Because in the morning. Uh, they, they, her they mom was trying to cut the yeah, berry they, with the. They do all the fishing and stuff throughout the day. So. Mm -hmm. Also, Which, how did no? Merida teaches her mom how to be a bear. <laughs> I mean, Merida's just teaching her mom to be uncivilized. Which yeah. Merida's getting yelled at for for that constantly from her mother. So like it was just kind of like the the tone of that relationship. How did no one catch the bears? the bear cubs this entire time i guess they were just hiding very well i feel like i mean as you said no one's really watching them that's very true no one noticed them to begin with but like i feel like someone had to have like stumbled across the one of the bear cubs throughout that entirety of the night uh who knows <laughs> unless they were just sleeping <laughs> i mean they have their own secret passage that's true under they, the floors so they they seem to know that castle better than most of the people that are in the castle. So, because yeah. they they were very impressive at leading that chase through the castle to begin mm -hmm. with when they were. They gave they were... that one lady a, a good fright. <laughs> that that poor maid. Yeah, I forgot to write her name down. I don't I don't remember her name her name either. But they they scared her many times throughout the the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, but. They were able to sneak back into the castle pretty easily. So again, bad guards. Yeah, I mean, there's always bad guards. Yeah, Disney bad movies, again, so, bad so guards. Is, this is nothing new for us. Guards in Disney movies just do not go well together. Apparently, <laughs> when when they were still out after like the fishing scene or whatever, and then Eleanor like actually started acting like a bear, mm -hmm. and then. Merida said that like she she turned into an actual bear or whatever. They they kind of did this weird camera shot where they turned the camera around and they showed all these branches and stuff on the floor. And it looked like they were dead bodies to me at first. And I thought this the story got really dark really fast for some reason. Because it was like, oh, you're turning into a real bear. And then they do this weird camera shot. And, like, I just see a bunch of stuff and on just the ground. Everyone, and there's dead people, like. That's what it looked like to me when, when that scene happened. I'm like, and then, like, it wasn't, like, even the second time I was watching it, I looked again. I'm like, it looked like dead bodies at first. And then, like, once you get closer, we inspected it. It's just branches and stuff like that. That's great. But I'm like, <laughs> I thought the story just got really dark. Like, oh, she turned into a bear and just murdered like an entire camp of people. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> it was interesting, though, that like she did like go fully into the, the bear personality for just like. And you can tell moment. by the eyes, too. Like, yeah, the eyes changed when she was in mm -hmm. actual bear mindset because yeah. it happened again in the castle. Mm hmm. But it seemed like she was trying to protect Merida. Yes. I wonder if it's like because she like immersed herself so fully into the, the mind of the bear that it just kind of took over and that's um, what happened. Or if it was maybe it was just part of the spell, like it was showing that it was really kicking in. That, that could have been it also, because that was already like clo getting closer towards the time where the spell was going to be 
mm-hmm. bleeding. But then they finally get back to the castle. And I think this was the biggest issue in the story for me, was that no one saw the bear behind them when they were trying to sneak her into the, the room. Well, one person like, got suspicious. The one guy got suspicious, yes. and then he, But that's about it. But, like, Fergus well, was looking right in that direction, I feel. Because Fergus was standing behind Merida. Yeah. And there was a, still a whole group of people behind Merida at that point, too. So, like, Which, how did none I mean, of those Yeah, they people... were kind of focused on Merida. But, but if Merida... someone with ADHD, I'm sure someone had to have noticed the movement behind Well, also, Merida was looking directly at her mother and making contact with her and, like, looking for, looking for her for directions and, like, what she was mm-hmm. doing and stuff like that. So, like, no one noticed this. Especially, like, the whole charades and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, someone out of the corner of their eyes should have been able to see that, like, oh, there's a bear. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably is the that, biggest issue with the story. the major, like, the only major issue that I had. But that's, that, I wouldn't even say that's a huge, huge issue. No, I wouldn't say it was huge. And it didn't, like, destroy the entire movie for me, but, it, like, it was just kind of hard to look past that, that spot for yeah. me. I'm like, Fergal is... Fergal. Fergus is looking right there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love that name. Fergal. <laughs> yeah, but her mom like has a change of heart of like, yeah, you know what? I changed my mind. You can marry who you want, which I'm impressed Merida was able to understand what her mom was trying to yeah, say. Yeah, right I don't know. I feel like that was also a little bit unbelievable <laughs> as well, her figuring out the charades of <laughs> what her mother was trying to act out there. But apparently she got it right, and, like, all the other, like, clan children were like, you know what? Yeah, I want to decide who I marry. Yeah. They all step up. Like, even uh, the Dingwall kid actually used his brain and formed something (laughs) knowledgeable. And then the McGruffin kid, or McGuffin. Yes. Just, how is it going to be like, how is it going to be <laughs> yeah, what he said. <laughs> and everyone was just cool with this. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how, like, that moment changed it for everyone instead of, like, the the beginning of the movie. Well, I mean, I guess Merida wasn't really making a big scene about it in front of anyone except her mother at that point. So, like... Yeah, it was more of to get back at her mother. Rebelli- like, rebellious teen kind of thing. I mean, all the all the princes well i guess they're not really princes but all the like the the sons were in on the plan as well Mm -hmm. so like shows maybe just got to talk to all the kids and listen to the kids and find out what they really want and yeah don't force things down (laughs) your children's throats please (laughs) but then her dad comes up to check on them and boom mom's a bear (laughs) (laughs) which led to them fighting again in the in the room yeah and then uh, they go for another escape which that escape scene was pretty good yeah i did enjoy it or well the mom escapes yeah so fergus well, merida's locked in fergus her locks room. merida into the room and throws the key to that maid and then merida has to get her her brothers to get the key from her which surprised the brothers are bears brother <laughs> bears <laughs> brother bears 
<laughs> that was any scene with the brothers were funny. <laughs> they were hilarious. That that scene when they were trying to get the key was great because <laughs> they have to get into the maid's dress because she threw you know where. It was funny, like when I first noticed that maid, I I kind of noticed her cleavage was a bit odd. I'm like, that's a bit unusual. They don't usually put that much into like characters when they're doing these movies and then it turned out to be a storyline point i'm like oh now it makes a lot more sense because she actually stuck like the key down there i'm like now it makes sense as to why they actually put that there because they don't usually go that into like which we just see the we just see that one brother just (laughs) jump and fall (laughs) down and then it gets way to the other two like one's like oh my gosh that's gross (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, whoa, check this out. <laughs> but that scene was hilarious. But I'm like, yeah, that I was like, well, it makes a lot more sense when it was actually a storyline purpose for them drawing it like that. Yeah, that was a bit surprising that she had that for me. It was surprising <laughs> to me that she had that also. But they got it. And, and, <laughs> and then, then they uh, have a whole, like, bare silhouette. Yeah. <laughs> this paper with a bear, the silhouette of bear. <laughs> <laughs> so that everyone starts chasing after them and the bear that was the first them. chase scene in the beginning was that the first it. one yeah that was when when i seen were... that was the second one. Oh no because no. everyone else has already gone off yeah to chase that was when they were trying mother. to get her mother out of the castle when they had that's the bear right that's leaving. right but that was a great great chain as well well then and we missed were... that yeah that was really fun they were very smart in that one <laughs> like they the fact, all the noises that they were making, and all the like the the silhouettes that they were putting around the castle, like they really tricked everyone in that castle. At that point. Yeah, that was the first one because everyone else was already chasing the mom. Yes, this was which they didn't know was the queen. But <laughs> the second time they were just trying to get the key from from the maid. Uh, but she gets she takes her brothers along with her. And they get to the queen just in time. Which led to an awesome fight scene between the queen and Mordu. Well, I just want to mention how it took her brothers to (laughs) jump on the dad, the king, and go, (laughs) okay, that's enough, boys. He goes, boys? (laughs) I mean, that is a bit more obvious. Like, the three little cub bear, bear cubs... It's def- like it's definitely a lot more in your face than like the mother of a yeah. like being a bear. That's where it's like pretty concrete evidence. <laughs> and then just it cuts from the boys to oh, there's a what is the actual bears Mordu. 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 I can't remember if it's Mordo or Mordu, but it's Mordu. Yes. And that was a very epic fight scene between the Queen and Mordu. And everyone else was trying to help out, but Mordu kept swatting <laughs> them away. And then Mordu had a, another brutal death scene where... <laughs> oh, yeah, but this was a unique death scene for yeah. us for the most part that I can think of. That getting crushed by, like, a pillar, a big stone pillar. <laughs> More so, like, he's walking, he's about to attack, and then it falls on top of him. Yeah, I mean... It's not the same exact. It's like it's definitely not the same at all. But it, it did kind of remind me of the the scene from Dinosaur, like the 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 way it happened. The dinosaur when he went off the cliff. He went off like, the cliff and fell, but nothing came down and crushed him. Really? No, I'm not saying like 
it's not the same debt, but like it yeah. was in the same vein of like it kind of just happened accidentally and like mm -hmm. well i don't think it was an act it wasn't an accident the no. queen knew what she was doing yeah she did know what she was doing but but um also it, it was really cool sorry god i was gonna say i really thought they were gonna go somewhere completely different that with that story when they found out what that mordu was actually the old prince i thought they were gonna have like something was going to happen where they would turn him back into a prince and that well, was who Merida was going to choose as her, her suitor. Well, that would have been an interesting story twist. But at the same time, you know, the queen only had like two days. Yeah. To get the spell undone. Which, I don't remember her Which, saying two it's days. it's been much longer for more. <laughs> I feel like they said, like, I don't know, for some reason I thought she said like two weeks, not two days. Only two days. And Mordu's been around much longer than two weeks, even. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like they were going to have, like, something would happen where, where like, Mordu saw Merida being protected by the other bear, and that would, like, cause something to happen to change in him, which would break the curse or whatever. And that was going to set Merida and the prince together. Which, that would have been a fun story. Twist that would have been idea. interesting. But I did like how, you know, once Mordu died, we see the spirit of that brother. Yes. And that it was, looks like he's now at peace, so he goes away. That was really cool that they showed that. Do you think that they needed to actually fix the tapestry or was it just a metaphor? Well, I think they needed to... <laughs> I feel like they didn't actually need to fix well, the tapestry. Well, I mean, we're, just... when we go to the stone, ta stone, the hidden castle yeah, that we forgot to mention about, <laughs> they find the lost <laughs> kingdom... Yeah. Or the castle, at least the throne room, and we see that stone tablet with the four brothers and one's broken off, yes, to the side. That's probably what was also broken, yeah. But I don't know, like the way that she used the line, like when, what's broken must be fixed. I think they're just speaking about the relationship between Merida and her mother, and then. Merida's just taking it literally as the tapestry, and they just kind of went with that. Well, I think that was one way to really show that it's the relationship fixed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it was a bad thing at all. I'm not saying it was, and it definitely did help relay that information. I was just saying, like, I feel like that tapestry didn't actually need to be fixed to break the curse. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But, I mean, they did sew it back together, and you know, it takes a while, so we're like, oh no, the spell, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. But yet again, we don't see anything happen. They really strung that one out. They 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 drew it out a lot. Like, yeah. it, to the fact where you thought she was, it was too late. And, like, we don't see any changes, because we don't, we don't see any lights, any body changes. We just oh. see, suddenly see a hand. Mm -hmm. Which, that was a great way to reveal it as well, I feel. Mm -hmm. Although I don't, understand how the curse was reversed on the brothers uh, i feel like I, uh, yeah that's another thing that i couldn't think of anything for i feel like, like that would the have brothers been a separate were... curse i mean it's technically the same magic and the same item maybe but, like... just because it they did fix it for the mother it also fixed for whoever else was accidentally put under the spell maybe but yeah. really i i really don't know how I mean, they got really lucky with that case. Although I, I feel like the brothers would have been fine as cubs, like living the rest of their lives as cubs. 
They would like it wouldn't have changed much for them. <laughs> yeah, because they could have been. They didn't really have bear-like qualities to them the whole time. They stayed themselves. I mean, so they could have just been raised as bear. Let's cubs be honest. And... They were, they were just as menacing as children as they were as bears. So like, <laughs> they would have been fine. But I mean, either way, the spell broke, and then yeah. we see a happy ending. Everyone's saying bye. <laughs> And then the even brothers the brothers almost get away. <laughs> the boys were like even on the sail, just waving by. <laughs> Again, no one notices what they're doing or how they like. How'd they even get that far away before they even like noticed that they were gone? I don't know. <laughs> but they wrapped it up pretty quickly after the spell was broken and everyone's back in the kingdom. Yeah, I mean they didn't further the storyline with Merida and her suitors and all they just kind of they didn't drag it on which was pretty nice they left it open Mm -hmm. and then we get that like quote of changing your fate from Merida at the end yes and then Merida's chairs get delivered at the end of the movie after the credits (laughs) yeah after the credit there's a post-credit scene all the statues (laughs) all the wood carvings and uh the birds like sign here (laughs) i wonder what she did with all that stuff that was a lot of stuff to be getting i mean she could have have put them throughout that entire castle she could (laughs) have put them throughout the kingdom (laughs) because i mean it did seem like bears were very was basically the symbol yeah, so, I mean, it it all would kingdom. fit in. Especially, like, her dad was probably, like, extremely si- excited when that delivery happened. Fergus probably really loved all those bear statues. Yeah. Yeah. The, again, a very well-put-together story. Yeah. And everything just seemed to work together. It didn't drag at all. And, like, most of it felt like it had a place. I don't really think yeah, it was Nothing anything. seemed very unnecessary. Yeah. Are and with ready? that, are you ready to move on to characters? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's let's move on to characters. All right. Uh, I have an 89 for my characters. I have an 88. Again, we're right there next to each other. One point. I think. Like with this, I mean, there were good characters, but I didn't really feel myself connected to them, which kind of kept it below the 90s for me. See, I feel like Merida is a wonderful main character. I think Merida did an incredible job of carrying the movie and making you root for her and she did like a good job of like she even though she was disobeying her her family and her family's wishes she still didn't do it in like an obnoxious way she wasn't very kinda, bratty kind of like just free aerial and stuff like that or like mm-hmm. other like princesses that we've seen that didn't want to obey like their parents wishes yeah i will say when this movie came out i was with this one girl who reminds me a lot of Merida because she was redheaded and a little free spirited. <laughs> she was, she was a great girlfriend. Just didn't work out. We're still yeah. friends and all that. So no bad connections between Merida and Pyx. <laughs> but yeah, Merida, it, she she's just a fun character and she's very independent and she's strong and she like she fights hard for what she wants in her life and she. She's not afraid to stand up for what she believes in. And yeah, she had great qualities for a uh, protagonist. Mm-hmm. And like, she's still even like, there is still a little bit of character growth within her. Yeah. And learning like to respect her mother and 
Mm -hmm. Which, again, she plays off with her mother, especially once, like, her mother turns into a bear, is when they really start having these kind of bonding moments and learning moments from each other. Mm -hmm. And where they both experience that kind of thing. Because, like, Eleanor herself, like, is just very, very strict. And she just feels her, like, her way. And, like, she doesn't think that anyone should be doing things other ways. And she's just kind of... Like, we see within that montage that she's learning to loosen up a bit, not be so strict, be a little more, I'm not trying to say carefree necessarily, but, again, just not be as strict. Which, it looked to me like that that when they were fishing together and stuff was the first time they really kind of bonded since, like, since, since Merida was, Merida was like, little. a child and stuff, and, like, that whole story... Like when they were because they seemed to have been close when she was a little kid because they were playing hide and seek, having fun together. Yeah, but it seemed like this was the first time they really experienced, like, got this kind of bonding moment and got to feel off of each other and see these kind of sides of each other again. Mm -hmm. And it took this curse for for Eleanor to see these kind of like this side of things. So in a sense, the curse worked. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, it just made things a bit harder and like yeah <laughs> merida should have been a little more as you said should have been a little more specific about it yeah but, i mean <laughs> the curse did its job yes uh fergus was a great father character he wasn't very prominent in the movie See, i love fergus i think fergus is one of my favorite characters like in general i know he, he doesn't give much but like He's absolutely hilarious, and just everything. Oh, yeah, he he was... definitely gave off that like Scottish father, kingly father. I just found myself cracking up over every single thing that he was doing or what he was saying, and any any time he was involved with anything, mm -hmm. it was just it was a riot. And him and like the three, the uh, triplets, the clans, they were um, all funny. The, no, the, the triplets, the brothers, the brothers yes. uh, Harris, Hubert, and Hamish. Again, any kind of like hijinks they were up involved in was hilarious as well. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't. They were definitely comic relief characters. They don't offer much in terms of like character itself, of character and story. Really, well, they, they help they, with story. They help but... a lot with Merida. Like, they do help her a lot, and they like even with like you can see this like some of that relationship with their mother as well. Mm -hmm. And that one spot where she's like yelling at him to put what all their stuff back on the on the wall, but like they don't really add too much in terms of character. They're just fun characters. And, yeah, they they were good comic relief. Uh, uh, I did put the witch down. Uh, the witch again was a a fun character. We didn't get enough of the witch. I wish they would have done a lot more with the witch. Yeah, honestly. like maybe she came back near the end or something. Like. Yes, that, that voice mail thing was very fun, and it was hilarious, but, like, I do agree. I wish she would have, like, came back again towards the end or, like, did some, have some kind of other play mm -hmm. besides this. Although, that. the first time we meet her was also very funny. She's, like, she's sweeping up, and then she walks away. We see the broom still sweeping. When she's trying to act like she's not a witch. <laughs> yeah, she's like, well, yeah, I know, because I'm a wood carver. Carver. <laughs> I'm a wood carver. He goes, see, you're a witch. Wood carver. You're a witch. Wood carver. <laughs> that that scene was hilarious. She's just doing and then she's like defensive. Strange. No, too many bad, too many upset customers. I'm not a witch. If you're not gonna buy wood, leave. 
And then the Raven gets involved, which I wish we would have gotten more of that Raven. That Raven seemed like it was that would have been a hilarious. funny animal companion. We didn't really get an animal companion like we do in most princesses. We got Angus, well, I guess, a bunch of bears. Yeah, we had well, we had Angus, but Angus again doesn't really have too much of a personality other than like Angus? he was scared of the wisps and stuff. Oh, the, the horse. horse, yes, yeah, again. I had see I had Angus written in my notes because he is technically the animal companion here, but he just doesn't give much. He doesn't do compared. anything. Like there's a few few moments that they interact with each other, but again, he doesn't really have an actual personality as compared to a lot mm-hmm. of the other animals that we've seen so far. But yeah, I think that Raven would have been a great character to have throughout the entirety of just like raven the cracking jokes throughout the entire and like being sassy and just all the stuff they were saying mm-hmm. and then the only other characters i wrote down were the macintoshes so the dad the clan leader the dad and the son well, and then all... the Mac- MacGuffins and the ding walls yeah all three clans again well they they kind of had some kind of story they they story. had some they mostly just had personalities to them which they were all fun I did read a fun fact that the MacGuffins, MacGuffin is actually a foam term for, like, unnecessary plot device, and, like, that it was, did that purposely because they're not really necessary. The only reason that they were actually put in the movies was to to further the dissension in the kingdom between the queen and stuff like that, so Mm -hmm. that is hilarious that they they did that. And then, of course, as you said in the fun fact, the Macintoshes were... More of a homage to Steve Jobs, who passed away before this movie, Mm -hmm. but was given dedication within the credits, which was very nice. Mm -hmm. And then I think the Dingwalls were just thrown in to be funny. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Because that was the shorter, chunkier leader. (laughs) And then the son was kind of dopey. Yeah. They were all fun characters, though. Like. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really put down many other characters. No, I mean, the, the maid. The maid was, was the only other like character that actually had like dedicated screen time and like. What was her name? Maud or something? Maudie. Maudie. That's what it. It's it something like that. Well, and I'm looking at the credits list. Maudie is the only other name here that I don't recognize. That like. Yeah, I think that was the maid's name. Yeah, but I mean, she she didn't really do much. She mostly was just the. Oh, keeper of the key. She was scared of the bears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are we ready to, to move yeah. on to visuals then? Yeah, I think I'm ready to move on to visuals. All right. What do you have for your visuals? Uh, I have a 96. I have a 95. <laughs> so again, <laughs> we're right right on top of each other again. Well, I mean, these are really good visuals. I did love these visuals. I think these were honestly some of the vis- vis- visuals that we've seen. However, there was just some weird spots in it where they kind of seemed off. Yeah, like I will say it felt a little awkward watching the clans walk into the king, into the uh, throne room. Some of the scenes, I think the best way for me to describe it, it like some of them just kind of seemed like an old video game where like mm-hmm. Not everything was finished loading properly, or like there's that little like in between bit where it's like an actual cutscene and like the story that's happening and you're on still screen. playing a little. Yeah, like like that's what it seemed like. Like if that wasn't there, I would have honestly given this close to a hundred for my visuals. Yeah, because there was those few moments where it just kind of looked a, bit, a little bit clunky and off. 
but like there were so many other great visuals that like it still manages to keep your like the score so so high. Oh yeah, like, like all... I mean, starting off we have good water. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> like <laughs> the waterfall, the waterfall, even the water in the beginning when they were just like showing that pan across the lake or, mm-hmm. or the ocean or whatever. Like, and then also when they were fishing. Yes, when it, that, that whole fishing scene was really cool. Uh, the woods, the wisps, and the witch's magic. Yes, I I did love the way that they did the wisps and. Yes, the the cauldron, the witch's cauldron, mm-hmm. which was adding all the ingredients to it, and also just the witch's head movement <laughs> within the cauldron, <laughs> like her hologram type thing when she was with her voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> all of the scenery was incredible looking, like all of just like the king, the shots of the kingdom and the forest and the oh, land. Oh yeah, like all the, the coloring, the shading, all that looked amazing. And all the food looked delicious. Oh, again. The food looks <laughs> a lot of Disney movies, the food just looks good. Yeah, we we've always said this, but like, yes, the food looked incredible here. Look, Disney these... can make anything look delicious. They made the bugs and the Lion King look delicious. <laughs> they made the haggis look pretty delicious too. And like... yeah, and we're all thinking, "Ew, it's haggis, gross!" But it looks good. I I'm down to try it now. I'm I'm still not going to try haggis. <laughs> but um, and the character design were really good too yeah like That's... merida didn't look like a princess she looked like scottish freewheeled i love what they did with her hair they really nailed the like i mean we said it... they had to, to build a specific software to, mm-hmm. to capture their hair and the, her fun and the fun facts but they did really nail the way it moved and like how it was bouncing and flowing and just even the it curl, was very all frizzy. The curls. yeah and the fact that they were able to get all that in the headpiece whenever she was put into the dress. <laughs> she did not look very comfortable in that dress at all. No, it looked very tight. It was very tight fitting from what we could see. <laughs> to where she had to like pull back and rip it to her whole face was just kind of like scrunched into a little hole there <laughs> where it was just her face sticking out. <laughs> I think that looked hilarious. So the way her face looked <laughs> when she was oh, yeah. in that dress. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, the character design was really good. Yeah, I mean they they put a lot of distinction between all the clans as well. Mm-hmm. Like especially the the Macintosh clan really stood out. Oh yeah, with their face paint and all the the interesting, like their hair and stuff. Every single character all all had like their own individuality to it as well. Mm-hmm. All the princes and well, they're not really princes, but. <laughs> Clan. Kind of, <laughs> they're sons of the clan leaders. Yeah, <laughs> and that big, that big muscly dude as well. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> who, who wound up getting with the maid at the end? I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> I'm like, that's a very weird pairing, but <laughs> okay. You oh no, do I feel like with that guy there in the fight, I think he could have helped with taking down Mordu. Yeah, he probably could have fought Mordu. <laughs> I don't know. Let's be honest. He seemed to be the size of that bear. I don't know. Just an aspect with everyone else. Eleanor was having struggling with that bear as like with Mordu as a bear. So I don't know. I feel like he might have also had some trouble though. I don't know. I think it would have been epic to see them like really duke it out. <laughs> that whole fight scene itself was visually stunning as well, though. 
Oh yeah. That was there was a lot of cool camera shots and they really made it like an intense fight scene. And you didn't really know which way it was gonna go with that mm-hmm. as well. But it turned out great. And then just uh the shots both times at the beginning and then when Merida's riding her horse and we're getting those songs. Yes. All of those looked really good. They were really well done and they were put together with the music and uh like the, the camera shots that they were doing with them. It really like they captured that montage essence of it, like I was saying that we've seen in some of the other Disney movies in the past before. Mm-hmm. And they they really nailed it here. Wait, speaking of the music, I'm ready to get the atmosphere. I've been waiting uh, for it. I if you are few, ready. I do have a few more things. That I need okay, to bring go ahead. Go ahead. I can because, wait. <laughs> like I said, there were so many great visuals. Like there were. Uh the chase scenes through the woods. Oh yeah. And then Those even in the really castle good. as well. When with the with the the brothers the, when they were like the uh, stealth scenes almost yeah. for the castle <laughs> those looked really good. Also, just Mordu and this goes back to character design, but the the character design of Mordu they really put a lot into him to make Mordu him did look very menacing. menacing. Yeah, there was one. Oh, that's what it, the the slow motion shot of the arrow when Merida shot it. Oh yeah, I did forget about right. I did forget to write that down, but that <laughs> was something I wanted to talk about. That was real. I loved what I really loved about that is that I captured the actual like movement of the arrow. Like mm-hmm. it, you can see the, the you could see it like wobbling. do its curve and wobble. That like it wasn't just it was straight like a straight shot. You can actually see how the, the arrow wobble and how with it was spinning. Yeah. And then they... I, I forgot to write that down, but that whole scene <laughs> looked really good. You know, the camera angles when she was just walking by and shooting. Even like the whole setup of that competition, they had a lot of cool camera shots when they were mm-hmm. when the whole like all the clans were putting together the competition. That was really cool, that whole setup. And then the one last thing I had was that well actually two. <laughs> Again, like I said, there were so many great visuals. The the camera shot when they first arrive back to the castle and they're trying to sneak the mother back up, they do like a zoom through the door and up the stairs and around the castle to try and show where they need to get her mother. I thought that was a really cool camera scene that mm-hmm. they did. And then the the sun rising on the tapestry at the end. Like when oh, they were showing yeah. the curse was breaking and you can see the way the light was shining off of the tapestry and covering it and engul- like until it was fully engulfed in the light of the sun. The I shading looked really good, yeah. That was really well done. I think that's most of what I had. I can probably go on for a minute drinks, but I'm not going to do that. Let's so. <laughs> not, so we can move on. <laughs> All right, so moving on to Atmosphere, I have a 97 for my Atmosphere. I have a 99. I wanted to give it a, a 99 and i wanted to give it 100 honestly. i was so close to giving it 100 but it, it only a little was like pushing back for me i couldn't I, I gave it a 97 which is what i gave every other movie that is like as close to perfect as it can get i haven't given anything like it's either a 97 or 100 for me i haven't I, I don't i don't think i'm gonna give anything in that like a 99 well for me but atmosphere really the music they really nailed the atmosphere in this movie it it felt like you were in scotland it didn't just feel like oh hey they're talking they're 
they're set in scotland okay no. i know they're in scotland it felt like it it definitely did and the music was a big played played one of the major parts in that as well like the the bagpipe music was prominent throughout and just like the entire tones of all the songs that they were playing it really set up the atmosphere of like oh yeah and i loved that song at the beginning when merida's just riding through the forest shooting at targets that that was a, a wonderful song that i think that really fit perfectly with the scene that like that, that they were showcasing as well i think that really um, set the atmosphere for the whole movie it, it did set a good tone for the movie again that was kind of like the opening song in a disney movie like we don't like we haven't seen that at all in pixar and like i think that's probably the closest we'll get to like an opening well i song. mean we kind of got it through toy story well, yeah you got a friend in me it's, but but really that's similar. it yeah but again yeah that is like the opening song sets a major tone for how the movie is going to go and they did this very well done here all the scoring throughout the entirety of the background as well was incredibly done to to set the scene for where they were what was happening or like you could hear the bagpipes you could hear and then you could just hear the orchestra like really putting in the setting for whatever was going on that song that was playing in the background when the bear chase scene was like when they were chasing the brother the the brothers around and like all that it's still stuck in my head (laughs) these bagpipes it sounded like something i've heard from another from somewhere else before yeah i was singing it and you thought you completely thought it was something else like completely different I don't remember what it was that I was thinking of. But yeah, I was like, just, I've heard this tune before. It's just constantly ringing, but it's such a fun song and it fits so perfectly with that with the chasing that's happening as well. And one of the things that I loved that they did, they kind of had like this exhausted stop of the music after like the fight was going on and they broke it up. You can hear the like the the music wind down. Yeah. And then, like, they would continue again, and then, like, after it stopped again, it was, like, it kind of fell flat. It wasn't, like, the music just stopped completely, because you can hear the the tune falling out and stuff Uh like that. And I thought that was such a great way to, like, encompass that. Um, And then the sound effects were really good again. Sound effects were actually incredible. Again, this was another one where they just had sound effects for every single thing that was happening and they really were able to capture which pixar's really been doing good with sound effects yes i mean all the arrow sound effects they did an incredible job with all that stuff the fight the the more roars and stuff and mm-hmm, the bear roars the fight, and the fight even just and, walking through the forest and all, yeah all this all the stuff that was happening in witch's hut there was all kinds mm-hmm. of like wood noises and just everything I love... clinking and clanking of all the <laughs> people fighting yes the fights there was a lot of i even like i noticed a lot of chemical sound effects that they were putting in there with the, when they were fighting as well yeah like <laughs> with the weapons it would just be like a comical dung or like a old whistle sound effects and stuff like that and like stuff you would see in like an actual like cartoon and it, it fit really well as well it, it was like, fun. It, it fit well for a comedy fight scene like that. Mm-hmm. And then the voice acting was incredible. Yeah. All of the characters did an incredible job. All the accents were amazing. 
Yeah. I don't know if they got Which, like. Well, I read a fun fact. There was only two actors in this movie that weren't from the UK. One of them, yeah, was uh, what's his name? That's in all the movies. The John Ratzenberg. John, John Ratzenberg was one of the pe- the two people that were in this movie. That I mean, he really didn't have much of a line. He was he was one of the guards that we see before the archery contest. Mm-hmm. He had one line, and but like it wasn't even noticeable as his. Like, like I had, I had to go. Whenever you told me who it was, I was like. I don't know who that is, so I had to go back and was like, is that one of the guards? <laughs> yeah. And, like, you briefly see him mm-hmm. after the uh, triplets cut off the one guard's mustache. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I read a fun fact that him and one other person in this movie were, the, like, the only two people f- that weren't from the UK from this cast. So, like, that explained Who why. was the other? Does it uh, say? Yeah, I'm gonna have to find it again. So give me like a couple of moments to. Pull but like, out. just the fact that, basically, they almost had that natural accent. Then yeah, they really all, helped. They're all used to it, and they all like can continue it on like very easily. All right, so I found it. <laughs> the only other person besides Ratzenberger. is Frank Frank Welker, who does all the animal noises. Oh, who's <laughs> Like a common staple in all of the Disney movies and all the of other making stuff. like animal noises in. Yeah, we've seen him throughout so many movies and so many years making animal noises for for Disney and other. Like, Which I mean, those like animal that. noises were really good. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I don't. I'm pretty sure he did the thing for Mordu. I would assume, but they did. They really nailed the roars from Mordu to make it sound menacing and and scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it makes sense that everyone is well-versed in a Scottish accent, or at least close to it, for like them all being from the UK. Yeah, it was pretty natural for them. <laughs> I did love that song that Fergus was singing when they were, like, tr- when he was trying to entertain them. Mm-hmm. There was, like, just, like, a wild party going on, and it's, like, all this, like, you hear him singing, and everyone else is singing along with him. And, like, they really nailed that atmosphere of them just of them just having a grand old time. And having a great time in there. Like, I would have loved to have been in that room with them at that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, But just overall, the atmosphere was absolutely amazing. Also, the song at the end was wonderful as well. Oh, yeah, I really liked that one, too. That, that really... All three... The three songs we had in there were really good. Yeah, which, again, I think that's this is, like, the most we've really seen from a Pixar movie... I mean, like, we've gotten songs in other Pixar movies, but this like has been... This. This, these, yeah. these were more prominent, though. These are more prominent than You've Got a Friend in Me. Like Cars, I would say, was probably the closest to this. Where Cars had the first Cars, when they had like their songs in the background and stuff like that. Yeah. What's the like, actual songs? Because the you only know, other thing that I can think of that's come close to this was the, the song when Jesse, the, the Jesse's song yeah jesse's song and toy story too yeah that's about it this this is definitely like one of those movies where the songs were a lot like when we had treasure planet and bolt even yeah where it fits in with the story itself and it doesn't it like actually aligns with the story and helps tell the story Mm mm-hmm 
which they did that at the ending like which is something disney's really good about so that they since they threw it into a pixar movie that was really good and that song when they were bonding with when they were fishing and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that was also the other instance of that they they really nailed those spots um you got anything else no i think i'm ready to to continue on to entertainment all right uh for entertainment i have mine at a 95 I also have a 95. <laughs> there we go. I mean, real. I wouldn't put this up with my top movies, but it's very close. I mean, this was, I think, one or two points away from my all my top movies. Like, I have either 96 or 97. I normally put mine my... at, like, 97, 98. Yeah, for so, like, my it's top right movies. there. And I was very close to actually putting it with the 96s and 97s, but I'm like... It's like right under there. It, it's not quite up there with those of my favorites, but it it's still in a really good, it's, fun movie. It's incredible. I mean, like I was saying, Fergus is extremely hilarious throughout the entire movie to me. Like all the stuff is like that that scene when he was doing the impersonation of Merida when he was trying to like get <laughs> yeah, that raspy voice because his voice can't really get oh, that. Oh, I don't know. I can't do anything, please. <laughs> it's just... my rock flowing half. <laughs> like that just had me dying when he was doing that. <laughs> and then just any scene with the brothers. All the hilarious. All the that that fight scene, even the fight with all the, the three clans was just very entertaining. And then once the king tells them to stop and they stop. And then the boys come out <laughs> with a mace or whatever they a club, whatever yeah. they had, and just drop it on uh what it, it was the Dingwall leader's foot yeah. and he screams <laughs> and they all start fighting again. So the king like does a stage dive pretty much. And that's when Eleanor had to just step in there and just step in and pull them all by the ear, which was hilarious. There was so many funny movies throughout this moment and then uh, Very like the whole funny moments around throughout this movie. The the witch the witch, <laughs> when she first meets the witch. You you said funny movies throughout I this know. moment. I I was trying to walk right past it and not acknowledge that. No, I, I was going to call you out for that. <laughs> <laughs> there was funny moments in the movie. <laughs> Gosh. But the the whole witch like when she first meets the witch. Like when she was trying to pretend that she wasn't a witch again was hilarious as well. Mm-hmm. And... Just I'm a woodcarver. <laughs> and then some of the, the action scenes were fun as well. Like you have that that Mordu fight, which was that Mordu really well done. Fight with a uh, mama bear. Mm-hmm. And even like some of the chase, like there was the chase scene through the the woods when they were chasing the mother out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the stealth scenes were very fun also. Mm -hmm. With the brothers trying to either uh, break her mother out or break her mother in or, like, (laughs) steal the the key. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Uh, just sneaking around, it was very nice. They they also managed to throw in a good touch of drama as well. Like... Oh, yeah. There was that touching, like, that final scene when her mother is like we don't think the curse is gonna break and like they they really held that extra moment before her hand comes out to show that the curse was reversed and they, mm-hmm. they really did a great job with that and then, and then just that dynamic the dynamic with merida 
and basically all the other characters really helped out with enjoying this movie yeah like that the bonding scene that she had with her mother when when she was bonding scene with her mother or we saw that she was close to her father and they had about the same mindset (laughs) when they were roasting all the (laughs) the competitors and they were just acting out and again like we were just saying in the atmosphere those three songs that they they put into this movie really they added so much in terms of the story in terms of the atmosphere in terms of visuals like everything that they like those those songs and they did to this movie they were just good songs that that first song i'm probably gonna put into a playlist somewhere yeah and i'll have to figure out which which of if not all three songs which of them i'm gonna add to my disney playlist because i'm definitely adding that first one i think that might be the last one for me that that was my favorite. Right, you could throw all three of them. They were all good. I could. They were all they were all great, honestly. But again, <laughs> like we said, they add so much in every single aspect of our scores at this point. Because they add to the character they added to the characters, they added to the visuals, they added to the actual story. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, technically the song can add to the visuals, but like I the mean visu- the visuals, the visuals that they, they were... put with the song exactly really helped. Yeah. So, and it's entertaining. So, like, those songs, three songs really pushed. They really added to every aspect of this movie, Mm -hmm. which is why I had to rate it so high. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm definitely going to, this is definitely going to be added to my, like, my watch list, and it's going to be thrown into my rotation. Oh, yeah, when I'm ready for a, I do, like, movie nights with my friends on Discord, this is definitely going to be one of those movies. And again, I'm like, I'm upset with myself for not watching it for so long. I feel like I've missed out on so much time with this movie and how much, like, how much more I could have enjoyed it. And now, I also read, I don't know, I read this in the fun facts. I don't feel like it was too much to, like, just didn't feel like it could have been true. They said that none of the scenes that were put into the, the original teaser trailer were, were in the movie itself. But I don't remember that far back to to like. And I, I can't remember the uh, teaser trailer. That, but like 2012. No, I can't remember yeah. that far back. But I'm like, I guess that could tie into like the fact of why I didn't want to see it. <laughs> like if all the stuff that they were showing of the movie wasn't even in the actual movie itself. <laughs> Which I mean, sometimes they'll do that. Maybe they were going to be part of the movie and they got scrapped last minute. Yeah. Uh, with that, are we ready to give our overall scores? Yeah, I am ready to to give my overall score. All right, let's do it. Let me find it. I have a lot of scrolling to do. Uh, I have a 93.4 for my overall total. You have a 93.4? I do have a 93.4. I have a 94.4. I want to check my math real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have a a 99 for your your entertainment. Uh, Yeah, but... I your, feel atmos- like... your atmosphere was, well, I don't know. We were either one or two off. Uh, story, I had a 91. You had a 94, I believe, or a 93. I had a 94. Yeah, so, like, that's three points. Uh, three points in your in your visuals. I think there's another three points in entertainment or, well, not entertainment, atmosphere. Yeah, I have a 94.4. I just... Did it all again. <laughs> so that's a whole point difference, which I mean, both scores are really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a very great movie. I mean, I think 
I was looking. It's still like right on the cups of my top ten, honestly. I didn't quite look at mine, but Like, I think and it's I can, close to the top tens, if not at the bottom of the top tens. I think it like either just fits or it's like right at the mark off point Mm. of it, which is still a great spot for it to sit in, That especially just shows for, how good this movie is. Because for something we that I've we never have some seen before. great movies in both of our top tens. It's crazy how much of my top ten is dominated by movies that I've never seen before. Like, Oh, yeah. And it makes us that's. like really mad at ourselves That's that we're not watching these great movies like Treasure Planet, uh, Raya. Raya. Like maybe we've seen them all once, but didn't watch them again. Yeah. Or we just straight up didn't watch them. But this one gets thrown into there and it's, it's Which I mean, good. I saw this movie when it was in theaters, but that was the only time I saw it. And I'm a little upset that I haven't been watching it since. <laughs> Next week. We have another sequel drawing at us again. Well, it's technically a prequel, but it's Monsters University. Which this is another one where I've seen like part of it once. See, I've I seen remember it thinking once. it was kind of funny, but I don't remember necessarily really, really enjoying it. Yeah, I've seen it once. I know for sure. And again, I agree. It was like it was it was entertaining. It was fun, but I just didn't feel like it was anything like incredible. It wasn't anything special. And it's like. It just didn't capture the same essence of the original Monsters, Inc. to me. Yeah, I mean, I it's... felt like this one was more of, oh, let's just have a fun movie so that we have a mo get a movie out there. Yeah, I mean, we'll see when when we're actually getting into it critically. It could actually be a lot more to Could it than actually we be some were kind expecting. of masterpiece. Get a hundred in every category. <laughs> No, probably I don't not. think But. that. But it'll be it'll be fun to see where it like whether we're just kind of overlooking it or. If it's just just there to begin with. But that is all for now. So until next time, may all your dreams come true. Bye.